0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of the Coffee Rooster Warm Sessions podcast. I'll tell you, doing two intros in a row feels a lot more comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) This is the second podcast we're recording today, um, simply because I feel like I'm going to be out of the country again. Next week? Next, Well, now, with the podcast aired, I'm actually out of the country right now, as you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on watch Day. Wild. Um, I'm in Kenya, not for coffee stuff, though unfortunately
1: you are <clears throat> gonna go pick up some fresh sl 28s yeah. <laughs> yeah and get some get some fresh fresh bangers i mean i some i'm shots. very i'm very confident that you'll probably run into some coffee people
0: in kenya maybe in nairobi or like the airport yeah. but to. this isn't but this isn't i don't know are you saying in the city predominantly
1: harvest. what it's not harvest no, no. harvest so, like, what, six months ago yeah yeah
0: I don't know, maybe maybe I will, maybe yeah. not. I'll keep my eyes peeled. Totally. There's only so many white people you can find. Yeah, I mean that's like yeah, <laughs> maybe like, coffee, whoa. like yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I'm not. Maybe you'll run into like some coffee producers. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. We just we just, we just we just
0: don't have any any great contacts in in
1: Kenya. <laughs> we don't. That's yeah. true. Which we need to work out, but yeah, maybe we'll try. Yeah. You just gotta hit up you know Christopher Fair, and <clears throat> give him a. DM.
0: Oh, dude. Aromas, though.
1: I, I, I'm, I'm jiving with these aromas. What did I just Search. do, man? Whoa, what is whoa. does this whoa. cup have a hole or what? <laughs> <laughs> man, rough start to an episode. <clears throat> yeah. Why are all these brews so soft? Like, what changed? They are.
0: This actually tastes like, well, the one we had an hour ago, which is last week's podcast. Like, it tastes like it was too, not too, not too fine, but could use coarser, slightly Mm. coarser. This is borderline too coarse. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. Never mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to take that back. It's not getting a lot of sweetness. No, no, no. I think no. This is the lingering aftertaste. It's still mm-hmm. lingering in my mouth. Just I took a sip and it's just it's just sitting there. Actually, yeah. very nice. Um, it's it's just lo- it's lacking. I don't know t- TDS maybe. I don't know what is that is that the is right it, word. It's it's, I don't it's know just if it's lacking, lacking strength. I probably I think it's lacking strength. I think it needs to really? be like a one two. I don't know
1: what we did, but probably like a one two fifteen. I mean, I pull about five milliliters more of water than you asked. Just yeah. five, six forty-five
0: and sell six forty. Yeah, it, I, that's a one two sixteen. This needs to be like a one two
1: fifteen for sure. <clears throat> is it a to16 I don't know. Something changed about the bruise. I'm telling you, is it that we've kind of stabilized with the cone? <laughs> Honestly, I no think it's the wa- I think it's the water. Because I, mean, I think we just talked no, about no. water, so it yeah. Could be. Yeah.
0: yeah, no no. I I'm saying that because I think I actually i I've been making the water wrong this whole time. I think I've been adding an insufficient amount of packets. Because it's actually one of those jugs, it's three gallons. Yeah. Not one. Wait, you thought that jug was one gallon? No, no, no. I didn't think that. No, no. I listen. This is okay. This is this is this is like a little tangent, you guys. Um. So this time I went and refilled the jug at Ho- my local Whole Foods. Yeah. Uh, filled it up. I know it's three three gallons because mm-hmm. I have pay, to pay for, for it. it. I have to obviously. Um, and this time I like I opened up a a packet, a one gallon packet, dumped it in there, closed it up, shook it up. And dose some into my kettle. And then I'm like, wait, why mm. did I just pour only one packet in there? And then I really doubted myself. I'm like, wait, there's supposed to be three in here, not one. And then I added the other two. But, but you already removed water.
1: What? You already removed water out of the
0: thing. Right. But I I, f- I poured some of that back in oh, there. Oh, okay. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Because it was in my <laughs> kettle. And so that got me thinking because I'm like, have I been putting just one packet in I I don't remember because that's a lot of water. That Mm -hmm. means like the last time I made it was like, I don't know, like a a month and a half ago Yeah, whatever. Um, And so I was like, wait a second. Have I been pouring like one packet into a three gallon? Weird. And I don't know if it's playing tricks on with my mind, but I feel like my coffee has been tasting different since I've made this new batch. I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I maybe just. It might be just getting to my head.
1: That's fair. But yeah. But yeah. Everything the mouth feeling this coffee is great. The mouth feeling the other coffee was really nice. Just so soft, soft, juicy. pronounced. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, honestly think my my pour over of this coffee was much much better.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm not picking up as much tropical fruit on this or.
0: Like, no, there, there's a little bit of fruit. Yeah. It's kind of like in the distance almost. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, acidity is there. Mm-hmm. The balance of acidity to sweetness. Yeah. It's I great. think is very nice. Yeah. Tactile is excellent. Yeah. I, I mean, the after, the
1: aftertaste is killing me. Yeah. It's like lingering. It's nice.
0: Yeah. It's you're drinking like a solid coffee. Um, yeah. Yeah, but the the filter has been was very nice. Yeah. more like nectarine stone fruit, yeah. um, tropical fruit. As weird as it sounds, but yeah, this is a Guatemalan coffee. Uh, it's making its way back on the menu very soon. Um, this is a coffee we've had for a while now, and yep. this time um, it's gonna be fun. We have some interesting things planned. I need to edit oh, yeah. the. Yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be really fun. I'm really pumped. That's gonna be the first time we've ever done something like that, and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be at least at least memorable for me Mm -hmm. for us. Mm -hmm. But I hope it's gonna be very memorable for people um, because this is gonna be a freaking sweet experience. Like,
1: are we gonna like create a QR code or something along those lines? I don't know. We'll we'll see. We need to start. We need to start scheming because it's coming up fast, very soon. So.
0: I don't know, maybe a few weeks after this episode airs, yeah. um, this coffee will go live. It's honestly, out of all the years that we've had it, I don't want to hype it up too much, yeah. but it's probably been the best. I'm, yeah, I'm,
1: yeah. yeah. so, <clears throat> I mean, times are changing, new things rolling in, that's... Uh, <laughs> I tried. <laughs> that's it, That's right. Close. That was close. That yeah. was close. You know, new seasons. You know. Um, new <laughs> menus. Uh, <yeah. laughs> Mark, you got to help me out here. I like, know. I know. I'm getting kind of stuck. I'm just like. I, I,
0: I'm, <sighs> a part of me is just saying, man, you should just go into like a classic. Like, dude, we're just in a different season in life now. We're yeah. yeah. progressing. <laughs> or are moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, folks, on this episode of the Coffee Works Storm Sessions podcast, uh, we want to talk a little bit about um, a little bit about time because honestly, it's everywhere. It's in our brewing. It's a big part of our roasting. Mm-hmm. Everything. Like right. we talk a lot actually about things in terms of time, mm-hmm. um, which not to get a little crazy, but time is actually doesn't exist. I mean, <laughs> it's very yeah. it's very subjective yeah. in the grand scheme of the world. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Kick it off. Yeah. Give me some
1: thoughts, man. You, when you just said that, I had a thought which we didn't, we didn't script this up, you know what I mean? So it's completely unscripted here, it's literally, warm up session. <clears throat> but, uh, <laughs> you know, what I thought is like time is also a concept of relationship and how things relate to one another, uh, yeah. and how I think us beings relate to the world. So I say that as a preface because I also. I think when I started dialing in coffees at home, I would read the forums. I would watch the tutorials. And what's the first time reference that comes to your mind when it comes to brewing a V60? Like
0: time? Yeah, time. Three minutes and thirty seconds. There it is.
1: Yeah. So it's like it's been like the golden the golden number for filters, I feel like, for me since the day I started brewing. And it's like, ah, oh, the brew has to hit three thirty. And I get lost in that number and kind of neglect the ideas of like, okay, what's the dose? What's the water? Um, you know, and at the end of the day, like the grind size is gonna determine a lot of the flavor that you get out of the cup. And then the grind size is also gonna determine a lot of the contact time. That your brew has but I think a lot of the times I was always lost in this idea is like I'm trying to manipulate and control time so I can hit the golden numbers um, And you know I think the more I the more time I've spent in coffee and the more I brew coffee I'm starting to realize that a lot of these time factors in brewing specifically you kind of have to shelf a little. Not just throw out, not completely toss out, Mm -hmm. but kind of shelf and remember that you can have tasty cups of coffee, tasty espressos, tasty filters, tasty batch brews, cold (laughs) brews. Like, you can have tasty (laughs) coffee uh, in general without trying to land this golden number of 330 on a filter. Um, Because... Once, once you get past the concept that you're trying to control time, you'll start actually working with the other variables. Does mm-hmm. that make sense, or is that already kind of?
0: Yeah, am I losing you there? I think no. I think it's pretty. Uh, it's it's kind of abstract, but I think for those who have brew, been brewing, I think it makes sense. I know. I what came to mind as you were saying that was that time is both something that you use, uh, a, a, like a measuring a way of measuring that you use to stick to something, mm-hmm. but it's also used as a way to measure um, w- me- measure differences, if that, if that makes yeah. sense. Like you can keep, the, like sticking to three minutes and 30 seconds for your filter coffee is, is great because then you know where to adjust the grinder. Right. Yeah. That's great, mm-hmm. but then on the flip side, that same time is also your variable to to which to to uh keep track of new things that you're trying that might actually work that are outside of the original parameters you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. if you had a brew that's three three minutes and you happen to like it boom that's that's like a a piece of data that you can use that tells you this is tasty yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, As opposed sure. to just being something that you need to stick to. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden it becomes a little more flexible um, and something that can guide you towards a better experience, not something you have to hold to. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. like, I mean, this is very out there, but it's like, in in cinematography or photography, a lot yeah. of times people are like, mm-hmm. stick to the rules, but the rules are meant to be broken. And that's like hard. I think for a long time I struggled with that. I'm like, wait a second, you have to stick to the rules, but then they're also meant to be broken. Mm-hmm. Kind of like this whole thing with time is like, yep. it's great, but you can also break them. And it can still be tasty.
1: Yeah. Especially when you know why you're uh, breaking the rule. And how you're using that breaking point to create another new point, Um, because all of that, like, I mean, you you take sports in consideration um, and talk about like the weirdness. I I was just at Nathan's, uh, the barbers, Nathaniel's. He's cutting my hair, and he went to a first soccer game, and he was talking about like, dude, what kind of sport is like soccer where you really don't know when the game ends. Like 90th minute, 92nd, 100th minute, like you really don't know. The ref just calls the time. It's like, it's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? And you're like, what? You keep playing until you hear uh, the double whistle. But it's like, I, I think, but that I really think that's a, also a fun concept to think about. It's like time is a little fluid there in, mm-hmm. in, in soccer, but it is still a mile marker, right? It's still a way you kind of track the progress of the game. Mm-hmm. You just don't necessarily stick to the rule of 90 minutes. You might need some extra time because of injuries and whistles and all of that. Yeah. Um, so I think with coffee, that's, that's been a very big enlightening moment for me. In my coffee journey, is understanding um, just what, how time, what is time in that concept, and what variables do I need to change? But I think especially in roasting, because you know I come from kind of the SCA background mm-hmm. of learning how to roast and you know mark that Mallard reaction and make sure, <laughs> yeah, marking you know all of all of the color changes making and making the sure they're at the right time and all yeah, of that. Yeah. Um, So it it really, it almost put roasting into a very super, um, like formulaic way where Mm -hmm. I had to hit those parameters in order to be convinced that my roast is doing good. Um, but I think roasting with you, with your background, than us, um, learning under, um, like Scott Rayo, we've like kind of changed, we didn't like completely veer off, yeah, we changed the how we described elements 100%. of the roast, accor- still according to time, because yeah. we still have a time marker on when the roast started and when the roast was over, yeah. um, but the way we viewed that completely changed. Yeah, I, yeah
0: that's great. Um, yeah, because we're still talking about roast in terms of ROR, which yeah. the rate of rise, the rate at which your temperature is rising, yeah. is your distance over time. or your your progression over time and so it's still definitely a big part of it but yeah i think it's how do we view time in brewing roasting whatever it is as like just something that can help track what we're exploring and discovering as opposed to something that we have to stick to to get the tasty results that we're looking for Mm -hmm. um i think yeah with with roasting time has been like an interesting relationship to to veer to to navigate because you're not necessarily saying all roasts within nine to ten minutes are are tasty or that's um you know the sca has this like this time frame as to what a delicious roast is and everything past that is you know, could be considered as baked or everything yeah. under that is not insufficient development or whatever. Yeah. But then you also taste some coffees that were like eight minutes, even sub eight minutes, which is mm-hmm. f- ridiculously fast, that are tasty. Yeah. And then you can taste coffees that are roasted 13 minutes and are slapping. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And then, so that, that that's like a very difficult thing to almost wrap your head around and mm-hmm. learn to play within those bounds. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's not, it's not something you need to die. Yeah. Die for
1: even the controversial DTR idea, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, that, that's why I like sticking to, uh, not development time. I mean, the, I mean, quite frankly, all of the roast is development time, right right, right? right. right. But not sticking to the development time post crack, but, uh, Understanding that what happens post-crack is in relationship to the rest of the roast. So there's development time ratio. It's like how much time you spend in certain areas and understanding that and understanding how it affects the roast and all of that. And again, it's like, you can't say like, just because a coffee had 20% DTR, it's going to have ultimate sweetness or right, right. just because the coffee had one minute or two minutes of, or one minute of development time, right. um, it's all of a sudden like grassy, like that, those right. concepts, like those numbers within a roast don't really mean much if you don't put them in context. Um, and in, in the same way, they're kind of meant to be broken. Um, depending yes. on your roasting approach as well, so you can make a lot of changes and then the roast is unreal the the difficulty with all of this it makes two
0: a few things difficult. Number one, it makes giving like roasting advice yeah, extremely difficult because there are no objective hey, you hit a nine minute roast it's tasting fire mm-hmm. or you hit lower oh, it's just underdeveloped mm-hmm. There, they're just guidelines to which. You can play around in. Yeah. So giving advice is extremely hard because it's not just as easy as oh you just need to extend that and taste better. Um, and the oftentimes the variable that gets to tweak those things is um, is the technology that we're using, mm-hmm. the things that we're using. What comes to mind for me is like hey there's a difference between like an air roaster and a drum roaster. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden that those time frames are changing those concepts of DTR or of crack or all these things are changing. Talking about uh, filters and coffee, I have a pack of Sybarist filters that I've been slowly chipping away at. A four minute, you know, brew time with the Hario filters will taste much different than with the Sybarist. Yeah. Sybarist filters, I'm almost sub three minutes and it's tasting phenomenal. With, the hario filters it doesn't taste that great yeah all of a sudden now like a lot like technology is really disruptive to that thing because it's actually changing how um how the reactions are happening in relationship to yep. what we're
1: trying to get exactly yeah and that's why when you talk about like dialing in espresso it's because things happen a little quicker in the brew mm-hmm. you have to tell people that hey You're not looking for an X amount of extraction time. You're basically trying to find that time that tells you for this certain moment, for this certain dial, this coffee tastes good at this time. So it's more of a measuring uh, stick, more of a quality control thing, more of a concept to explain what's happening so so that if I step out of the way, you can step in my place and reproduce the flavors that I had. But it's not absolutely exclusive or absolutely like, you know, objective when it comes to brewing.
0: Uh, Uh, Yeah, I think that concept of keeping it as a quality control method is really, really key here because, same with roasting, you're not keeping a DTR at 17% because that's where it's always tasty. Mm -hmm. It's a quality control measurement. Like, you're weighing your weight loss after a roast as a quality control measure. It's it's just, it's a measurement that yeah. can give you the data as to what has already tasted good. Yeah. Like that's I think that's important. Or what doubt. has changed. Yeah, or what's for changed, us.
1: It's a lot a lot of the yes, times it's been yes. like, okay, like, yeah, we noticed some change in the weight loss. Does that necessarily mean this batch is gonna be bad? Well, let's cup it. Yeah. And then yeah. when we cup it, we're like, oh that little uh change right there maybe it's like half a percent maybe less than half a percent like really affected this coffee in this way Mm -hmm. so now we can write that write that down in con in the um in the uh, what's it called not concept what was the word just in the setting of time like we can use time to describe that so that we're able to be able to understand the roast more but then also reproduce it in the future yeah um I mean, at the the same time, like this is also has been very transformative for me in general and just how I view life. Because I remember, you know, moving out of the house fairly, not super young, but still felt, felt like a young age. And then for 10 years, just working within a certain career, a certain standard. And what I expected over the course of that time was to achieve these things. And then, you know, coffee came in as a disruptor in that plan and then all of a sudden like my my desires of what i wanted to achieve over that period of 10 years completely changed so Mm -hmm. it wasn't that those 10 years went to waste it wasn't that i didn't learn anything in that in that period of time but it gave me a way to kind of see the relationship of what i was um learning about myself learning about life learning about everything else in relationship to where i am now Mm -hmm. with coffee so uh, I think there's again it's a very big this concept of like oh are we supposed to have a you know, you know house by the time we're thirty are we supposed to be the is success like being the what's the Forbes 30 like under 30 yeah, or whatever yeah. you know what I mean those kind of concepts like if we achieve those things within a course of time does that make us successful or Can we work on something? Can we invest into something? Be patient with something, and actually see a much bigger and broader return on that x amount of time. Does that make sense? Hundred percent. Yeah, and I think in
0: correlation with with this, like you know, call it a call it call it it a life analogy. Mm -hmm. Um, With coffee, it's like. Before, we used to think, to, you know, you have to drink all your coffee within two weeks. Oh, yeah. Now, two weeks is like, dude, you can't drink coffee yeah. <laughs> until it's two weeks. Like, yeah. well, I don't even want to taste it. it's going to taste whatever? Yeah. Before, we were afraid that coffee's at four weeks. Now, four weeks is like, dude, prime sweetness, you yeah. know? And a lot of things, even green coffee storage is also adjusting. But a lot of those things are dependent on kind of outside form factors that impact the, the thing itself, the coffee itself, mm-hmm. which just makes me think like, in terms of like life, to be honest, a lot of these things of like, you have to own something by the time you're ex or you need to be making this, you need to, a lot of these things are life is just like so complex. I think that oftentimes depending on outside influences, mm-hmm. those numbers can easily be skewed. Yeah. Like, Tomorrow, you could wake up and get the most life-changing, like, phone call of your life. And it could change the trajectory of everything within a flash. Yeah. And then both for the good and for the worse. And it's these things, once again, time is just this, like, it's it's just the measuring stick. Like, in the grand scheme of things, like, it doesn't really mean anything because you could... Exponentially improve, or exponentially yeah. get to where you want to be, or exponentially succeed. Yeah,
1: now you're talking about like quantum leaps and stuff, dude. You're going in deep, dude. Uh, I mean, I mean, you, <laughs> I mean, you brought up this thing, and yeah. I'm like, uh, this
0: concept of like life and in and, and time in general. It's yeah. just like, I don't know. You, you ask me, ten years ago, where I am today. Honestly, yeah. my, you know, 18, 17 year seventeen-year-old self would. I think my mind would just be broken. I'd be like, yeah. "This, there's no way. But then I was also still working towards it.
1: Right. You know what so I mean? Still in like, that process and relationship. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was
0: like trying to get there, yeah. but even though I was trying, I, yeah. I'd be mind blown. Yeah. Because sure. I don't believe it. So it's this weird, like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah. Like that's like borderline inception right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Totally. Yeah. Yeah yeah I think a lot of the times it's one it's it's hard to rationalize things because like l- such as time, and especially in brewing, I'm like, man everything feels sometimes so rushed, and it's like when I see the possibility of having like a tasty cup of coffee versus just you know grabbing some caffeine and knowing that oh man like we can't grab a pour over because it's too long to wait or if you go into a cafe you kind of oh just grab a batch and there's nothing wrong with batch we're drinking some batch i, I, I love a good batch brew yes. but sometimes like that idea that rushed idea like our whole life experience becomes so rushed and it's mm-hmm. the whole rat race becomes this concept of trying to do as much as you can within as little bit of time That's a little bit yeah and it, on the outside, it looks like we're super productive and we're not getting anything done actually because we're trying to, like, hop around yeah. and trying to get things done very, very, very quick. Um, when a lot of the times, good things happen with a lot of patience. Like, good things happen with long commitments. Good things happen in this concept where you allow things to stew. You know, I mean, speaking of stew and soup, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, yeah. it becomes tasty. Yeah. You let things develop. You let things like come to fruition. Um, and you can't force those things and there's no time reference. Like, is this enough time to make sure that, you know, I don't know. So you get something in business or something in life. Like how long do I need to wait? Like how many times do I need to post? Like how, how, how many views do I need to get? Like all of these things, like you're trying to force things to happen instead of just taking your time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not, not to get, not to get, you know, super, super into that. Um, But yeah, my my trip to Europe um, this year and also my my travels in general have been very interesting to to witness in relation to the rest of the world with the United States and how 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 skewed things here are almost to an unrealistic standard, Um, you know, also simultaneously our culture and the technology and everything is so skewed towards, I don't know where we're rushing to. Like, yeah. Frick, where, where are you going? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> chill, dude. Yeah. You're alive. Yeah. Where, where are you going? What, what? Like what?
1: I, I, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah. The next big thing. And then the next bigger thing. And then what, like you keep, it's a, it's the same repeat, like rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. And you kind of never get anywhere. And all of a sudden you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you've aged. Time has passed. <laughs> that was definitely a bad, that was, that was not a bad, segue. that was a very bad segue. So my bad.
0: I, I, I think this podcast is coming to an end. Um, I it's think time. we've run out of time. <laughs> um, but yeah i think i think that's a wrap so yeah. ladies and gentlemen boys and girls thank you so much for listening to another episode of the coffee restaurant warm sessions podcast i was a little little philosophical went from <laughs> brewing to you know life yeah hmm. so well that's deep friends thank you for, for listening once again and as we always say remember reflect what's good <laughs> <laughs> the hesitation